Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have Sammy and do you have a guy? Sunny, Sunny, Sunny. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Trill Tega, and this is Frank Sino. You do. Okay, Jeez. so we have Africa in the house. We have yes. Nigeria, Cameroon, and obviously yeah. Jamaica. In the sense of, well, you could say Senegal because that's where my ancestry go to. But they're all artists. We've got a singer, rapper, designer, and a filmmaker. Film, filmmaker. So we'll start off the filmmaker. Furthermore, how did all you guys meet? Just through life, and I met Tego when we were like 16, 17. I was doing vlogs and music videos. He was already making music. And then we had a friend, da 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 da. We ended up shooting a music video and just, yeah. What's the music video called? It's called Bands. Bands. The video Bands. that we did that came out was called Bands. Was it Afro nah, beat? Nah, it's, it's trap. It was, it was trap. It was actually like a cover of Comethazine song. Yeah. So that means it's on YouTube? It's it on is, YouTube, yeah. yeah so yeah. how many views did you get on YouTube? Did it go uh, viral? That's a, that's yeah, about it was like, good still. Yeah, about like 20 something. Yeah, 20 something K. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, young at the time as yeah. well. Was like, no, don't worry, that's all good. You start somewhere and you yeah. grow. Trust. Yeah. It's just what I'm doing, isn't it? And it's yeah. hard. Oh, why does that go off? It's harder when you're older yeah. and stuff. But right. still, I don't know why that's twitching off there. But okay, so tell us about what's it like being in the filming industry? Did you go to film school? What did you do? Yeah, I did go to film school. So I'm, I started making films before I went to uni. Mm -hmm. I was like making short films and like half terms because I went boarding school. So I did it. Anyway, it's cool. I go to uni. At this time, I've already started making music videos. We've done bands and we've done all that other stuff. So I've already started making connections and whatever. We go to uni, I'm studying. I didn't really like it too tough, but it is what it is. I got films made. I had one called Stage Fright, which is out now. You can watch it. Got nominated for the Royal Television Society. Oh, is it? Yeah, So, yeah, right, yeah. so where's that then? On YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Brother, brother. Huh? Brother, brother. Brother, brother. That's brother, uh, brother is... B-R-T-H-A. Okay, that's good. Our own spin, but it's brother, brother. All right, so we'll put that link in the bit down below later on so people can click on there and see. So what did you find? What did you learn from making that movie that you wish you knew when you started? I learned... No, so I won't lie to you. We shot a video for Skepta, like half okay. term of... No, one of the holidays in uni, yeah. And I was feeling frustrated. This was in England? Yeah, this was in England. This okay. Was in London, like June like COVID times or something like that because we went to uni all during COVID. Mm -hmm. So like, oh well, not Frank. Frank lives in Paris, but like, what was I saying? Oh yeah, shot the video for Skep and I was feeling frustrated at the time that I haven't made a film. So I, I got back to uni and I was like, no, nah, I have to do it. And then, yeah, it was just that learning experience. That was like the first film I made wasn't Stage Fright. That was like the third film I had made in uni. And like, yeah, yeah, it was my final project. It was a personal piece and I learned a lot, like how to make films, be on set. 180 degree angles and stuff and like not crossing the line all the like film nerdy stuff like so it was good for that but at the same time i had to like as i said like during the half terms during the holidays come down to london and even like miss lectures at sometimes and work with the guys like link up with take or link up with my guys and like get to cracking and build up for brother brother as well the course you were doing in uni what was that film production ba so you're not so in essence even though you're missing uni you're actually delving into the real thing yeah for sure so it's worth missing as long as you get your uh, some form of grade yeah uh, yeah, yeah like because I, you're going to need to your the overall thing is you're making a movie exactly and that's, that's what, what your aim like, is i went to uni i made a short film and got nominated for awards i got my degree i got like what's the i got like a bsc uh, or bachelor no, of no, science, not even bachelor that of i got creative 
the annual creative prize from the uni as well. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, it did what it needed to do. It brought me connections. I shot some shit for, um, right. for Channel 4 through that. So, okay. Yeah. So, the guy in the, with all the gold teeth. Chase. <laughs> remind me, what is it you do? I'm a rapper, I'm a musician. So, you was on this film rapping, were you? Yes, uh, yeah, I was actually, yeah, I'm, I am in the film. But I wasn't even rapping, I was the promoter. Yeah, exactly. I was the promoter for okay, it. Okay, so. what was it like promoting the film? How, oh. What did you do? Oh, no, not, no, not promoting the, the film. I was the, like, the the, oh, yeah, oh, the I was the promoter in the film. In the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. for the artist. So. <laughs> and yeah. was that your first film? Yeah, my first appearance, very cool stuff. I was wanna, you nervous? Uh, no, hell no. <laughs> Nah. All the confidence in the world, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 what do you no, mean? No. <laughs> confidence, never heard Come of the on. word. <laughs> Trust. Trust. Okay, so you're the director. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how was his acting ability then? Oh, uh, do you want the truth or the <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 say the truth. No, I, need my, I need my criti- I need the criticism. Come, Come on, on constructive criticism. Nah, yeah, yeah, for Remember, real. Send in love, send in love. It's necessary. No, Tinker was good still. He was good, he was good. It took a little bit of time to... It did, it did. I'm not going to lie because I was I just, still like, what? You get me, <laughs> No, and we're going to do more films on the way as well, for mm. sure. It's just a warm-up, getting him buttered up to really... So you're going to yeah. be like uh, Ashley Waters with Top Boy, <laughs> making those kind of Literally. TV series. For sure. Okay, well, there's a more than enough There's enough people out there who've had an interesting life, we were talking about it on YouTube, for you to reach out and grab them and say you want to put yeah. them in a movie. Yeah. And, you know, especially with all the knife crime and all issues nowadays, there's enough stories. So the guy behind me, he seems very it's quiet. Frank so. <laughs> Yeah, he's happy. Yeah. Yeah. that man, he's happy. I'm more active at night. Oh, <laughs> So what do you do then, my friend? So I'm Frank Sino. I'm a designer from Paris. From I have Paris? a brand called Hell to Paradise. It's called what? Hell to Paradise. Hell to Paradise? Exactly. Okay. Oh, that's it. So are you own website? No, no. My website is closed, actually, because I have no more stock. So whenever I have nothing to sell, I close the website. Really? Exactly. No, you can't do that. They do it. No, you just had... You just put on there... We still take orders are in the pipeline. No, I don't do pre-orders. I, 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 I'm against that. No, you just tell them, you let them know straight up there's a 28-day waiting period. No, no, no. Like, because if, and that's, listen, man, you're throwing business away. I, I used to have my own business. It, it creates demand. I have my own strategy. Yeah, but it's still a demand because what you're doing, you're allowing people to leave their interest. So they say you can leave your email and state what you want, and then you can see what the, what they're no, on they have the email. Of course, like nowadays we have Instagram, you know, and Instagram helps a lot. So yeah, if so someone really you, wants to, you're to contact you or wants to have does. your product, he can contact you through Instagram. Oh, okay, how long have you been doing this clothing line? Like for? seven years now. I'll say it's working for you. Then. I'm trying to. You're trying to. Wait, if you've been doing it for seven years, and you I've live been in Paris for seven years, but I haven't making money out of it for seven years. You know. You haven't. No, not for seven Maybe years. that's when you shut the website. No. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, I don't only do that, you know, I organize parties. Parties, is yeah, it? Yeah, I do styling for some rappers as well. Okay. So what made it, and this goes to all of you, the profession that you're in and what you do, what was the catalyst that made you realize this is for you, this is what you want to do? For me, I would say it's my way of dressing. Like most of the time, I've been like, people are asking me like, Yo, where did you get this from? Where did you get this from? And I always be modifying my stuff so I'll get a pair of pants from, let's say, uh, H&M when I was younger. But mm-hmm. I'll cut it and style it a different way. So at some point I was like, okay, I can do the same for you. 
and then I started doing clothes, custom clothes for people until I created my own brand and I started. So that means you know how to like use a sewing machine and all these no, things? I know how to draw, look for the fabrics, find the right pattern guy and the right production company. And then you just go to someone to make this please. Exactly. I do to many different people because the pattern guy is a different guy that does the sewing, that different guy that does the production. Because you need to have the right sample before going to the production. And before having the right sample, you have like mm. two, three, uh, four samples you do before. Where do you get your inspiration from? From the street. From the street? But street fashion's always changing, so you're just keeping up with whatever you see. Yeah, whatever I see and whatever I had in mind, from also from my background, from my African roots. Oh, so you always put your African flavour to exactly. it? Exactly. For example, my yeah. last collection is fully inspired by Fela Kuti. I won't pretend to know who he is. But, that's the guy. He's the guy that created the Afrobeat. He invented the Afrobeat, actually. Afrobeat? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And he's right. the first to do like uh, shows in the stadiums for free. Yeah. Oh, for free? Yeah, and he was actually political, like he's a black activist, actually. Like he was really investing, investing himself in like against corruption yeah. in Africa. And what country was he from? Nigeria. Ah, was he? Wait a minute. Was he the guy he was killed? Exactly. Ah, oh, I think I know about him. Yeah, I watched had, a documentary. Like one thing famous about him, he, he had 27 wives. Oh, he sounds like my type of guy. <laughs> now, then, <laughs> then, he, met, really, then he met this woman like from the Black Panthers movement, and then he divorced from all the 27 women, and then stayed with that so, one. So they probably had him killed. Yeah, he was like really... <laughs> no, they, yeah. they, no, no, for real, they like they, they burned his house down. Like, yeah. Oh, cool. his like, mother out of yeah, the house. Well, the women suffering, like he threw his suffering. mother outside of the balcony. Off the off balcony. balcony. Mad. Well, twenty-seven wives, the divorce. I, I'll be. I need to watch this documentary. I want to nah, know what this one wife no, looked like. Super, like Fela Fem Kuti is like yeah, real black. Is, his, his name, his surname is the black president. You know. I say he's he, real Pan-African. He's, pan he's, he's, he's the real man. So he's like Marcus. Like, on Scarfing. top of him, you have yeah. Kwame Nkrumah and all these people, but. He is a real rich. man, you know, like he was meeting, like he's in all his musics, like the first like eight, nine minutes is him doing playing instruments and directing his orchestra. But then at the end, he's like speaking about like everything that's going wrong in the country, you know. Yeah, which politicians don't like. Exactly. There's not a politician on the planet who likes, <laughs> like, and he was doing shows for free, like. <laughs> Okay. Feeling stadiums and throwing all this shit for free. Sounds like he has inspired you all then. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. For real. Whole okay. Africa, even the American. Okay. Black man has been inspired by Fela Kuti for years, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, coming from the Caribbean, or the heritage-wise, it's ours is Marcus Garvey. You heard of him? Of course, of course. Yeah. Of course, so that's a bit before your guy's time, but no, no, yeah, everybody contributes. I know, I know a lot about. Yeah. I hear you saying. Okay. So what does the future hold for you, lot? Impossible. We can't even. I'm very well. It's literally everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Everything and beyond. It's like, literally only the start. Like, when we've done, yeah. we've done, yeah, only the start. We're going more places, traveling. Hopefully, you'll be playing the radio and you hear it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> Type stuff. Where do you travel to? Where do uh, you? So, like, 
Frank lives in Paris. We, I just came back from Portugal. Yeah. Like, he just came back from Portugal. All three of us went like in like a month Milan. or something. We were in, we were in obviously London. Went to Paris, then we went to Milan. Or Milan, then we went to Paris. Yeah. So Nigeria as well. Nigeria. Nigeria as well. Go to Nigeria. You were going there well. for your film purpose and music purpose. Yeah, yeah but everything, like, everything like, is. So we went out there and we filmed the whole thing. You can watch it on Brother Brother, and like on he YouTube. had a show out in, in. I had a show in Milan. In Milan. Oh, is it? Frank yeah. threw a party in um in in Paris. Paris yeah. And we were turning up. It was lit, like meeting new people. Every like, time. Every crossing, time. you know, networking. Crossing, exactly. Going from London to different places and tapping in. Okay, so you lot must be doing very well, but on the basis that that's all a cost. We're trying. Yeah, you know so your costs are getting covered. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, I take it, none of you pocket. got kids? No, no, no. no, no. You got girlfriends? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy still. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you said girlfriends. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, no. Yeah, you get me, bro. That girl just had that segment on fella. That girl just had that segment. No, no. I only asked, and there's a logic to why I'm asking, is because... Obviously, if you're in on the road doing lots of different business, as you are in the creative sense, having a relationship would be could be a burden. That's yeah, what I say. Is. In certain ways, it that's is. What I say, so you, that's my like, thank you. That's my that's my that that's my that's least, my thing. Like if people are listening and actually, like, you get me. That's actually my thinking, man. That's that's oh shit. <laughs> so how does your family feel about what you lot do? Are they supportive? Your friends and family? Yeah, they're good. They actually really. No, mine wasn't at all good. Is it? No, she does. Why weren't they supportive at first? Because in France, it's like you don't have these Africans making it in fashion, you know. Oh. I think France is super racist as well. So. See, that's interesting because everybody I I've interviewed a lot of Black French people, and I always ask them or even if they come from the Commonwealth countries, which are the French Commonwealth. I said, why do you come to England? And they all say the same thing. Paris is too racist. London's got its racist element, but it's not half as racist as Paris. No, in Paris it's institutional, you know, it's like crazy, like from the, from the like from baby, you know it's racist, like depending on where you grow up, the schools you go, like it's totally different. But how was Milan then? Because Milan. You have the video we, of the police. Bro, <laughs> we got stopped. We came out. We just wanted yeah, to get bro, food. We just wanted different. to get some good chow. We were hungry. As soon as we step out of the station, we're walking. Four like military guys with guns stop us and they're, they're like, like "Where's your passport?" What do you mean, "Where's our passport?" It's in our hotel. Like we just came to get some food. Guys going, yeah, 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 you need your passport, blah, 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 blah. Frank's gone nuts at him now. He's like, nah, this is racist. This is da, 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 da. Taker's doing the same thing. I'm being calm, so I'm talking to him. Yeah. And there's only one that speaks English. There's four of them. Mm -hmm. No, they were 15, man. No, 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 wait, wait. That's, it starts at four. Then, all of a sudden, 10 more come. So now they come in a circle around they, them. It was crazy. All of them have guns. And, like, Frank's still going, nah, 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 nah. And I'm like, bro, please. <laughs> so they call our hotel. They do all of that. And then finally, check it's crazy. finally they let us go. We were there for like 45 minutes in the middle of this like, like imagine you walk out of Oxford Circus like and four square, guys like with straps square. like stop you and then ten of them now come and you're in a circle mm -hmm. and they're asking you for your passport. Oh guns, like, everything. It's not like bro. But you know what the funny thing is? Big guns. <laughs> I'm not disputing your experience at all. But I will say this. I used to live in Kenya and 
I got stopped by their security and they want to see my passport. Man. And all I do is show them my passport. Because the time it takes me to argue with them and prolong time, I'm losing time on my holiday or earning money or doing whatever I'm doing. So what I'm saying is sometimes you know how someone stays. I know if I, if I, if I lie down with Spanish fleas, or with Spanish dogs, I'm going to come up with Spanish fleas. You just have to learn to minimize your self aggravation. At the same time. Yeah, but we didn't have our passports. And that's yeah, but you can say, I'll tell you no. what, come with us back to the airport, back to the hotel. I think we, I think we did propose that. No, I don't dispute that. My thing is, I stayed calm. I actually yeah. did stay calm and I'll, I gave them the details that they needed. But the main issue is, like, bro, we're yeah, all from different countries. Up. We didn't look like. We had smuggled hair and on the boat. They had all the Senegalese on the side of yeah. like, it. No, it wasn't a coincidence. I hear what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I totally hear what you're saying. I've been stopped my enough times in my uh, in living in London, and obviously I'm a bit older than you lot, so um, <laughs> it was a whole different experience in those days. But my point is, it's just once you give them what they want very quickly, then there's nothing really they can do apart from. Except wasting your time, and that's what they wanted that yeah. day, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, but... They had time. No, I hear what you're they saying. Time, but that's how I used to end up playing <laughs> the game. Had time. Yeah. First, I used to get upset and want to argue or whatever, but then I just realised, you know what, let me ask... If I can answer the questions and show the paperwork thing, boom, boom, boom. Okay, all right then? Okay then, bye. I'm gone about my business. It's a five-minute conversation, isn't it? I could even have a photocopy of my passport if I wanted. But it's I know, true, true, but true. what it is, when you're younger, there's pride in situations. To be honest, I hate you because I had that same approach and I really wasn't trying to get nothing long about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I understood where these guys were coming from. Yeah. So that was my main thing, but it was just a thing. That's why I was telling, I told a friend, bro, please go sit down, man. Let me just deal with this and like, let's go. Because <laughs> like, it was long. The thing that gets me though, when you go to Africa, a lot of African countries, they don't treat the white people the same way. No, they, they treat, treat the white people so, so much. They, they leave his ass. So like that happened. In, that happened. Oh, what's, what's so crazy? We used to live down this street. This is a very famous oh, street. Oh no way! There's no pear tree. tree. That's this crazy. Is a very famous street. Shout oh out to pear tree. Up, that is mad. Right that is my first okay. video in London. Was it going in yeah, there for real? That was so crazy. Wow, that's mad. Bro, you don't know about this place. That's cold. But what was I saying? What were we saying? Yeah, yeah, man, they're racist. But in Nige, in Nige, I got arrested in Nige. On some nonsense. But that's how they are in Nige. Oh, they saw, they, I had beads in my hair, long hair, da da da. They were like, you Americana, like Americana. Pull over. You can't look like this in Nigeria. And, yeah, so, I know, but they, I can understand that. I can understand where people, different cultures and different ways are coming from. But if you see what I've noticed in black countries, when you go to a black country, yeah. There, a lot of them are still scarred through colonization or slavery. Yeah, yeah. So that man's looking at you and saying, You're, you got your hair I like this. Race. But that's our natural tribal thing. Yeah. Yeah. But they've been indoctrinated to believe what they are yeah. is wrong it's or backward or blah, blah, blah. Even if I look at, I listened to Usain Bolt. Yeah. yeah, he's talking one time and he's telling his other athlete, Regin, why, why you got the beads and the plaques? You don't bother with that. No one don't want to see that. And I'm thinking, come on now. Yeah. I wish I was there to educate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Do you like, understand? There was a day I was with my mum. We went to church in Nigeria. And we were like, she looked like my mum's a girly girl. She likes her fluffy dresses and all of that. Walks through, and then the guy's like, Oh, you look so beautiful. Are you from America? My point is, <laughs> that ideology in their head is like, Oh, yeah, anything that's good 
comes yes, from abroad. Yes, it's like when I came, gone. when I first moved to Nigeria and I was from England, it was like, oh, this guy's fresh because he's from Jan. Like, Jan That's is it. England. Yeah. Oh Do you know God. what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's that whole mentality. So even the guys who are in Nigeria now, like, every time I go there, I'm telling them, like, believe in what you guys have got here and just keep doing it because... They'll see us and be like, oh no, we need to be in England in order and, and, and we need to get here and yo. You but more time we're here. Do you get right. me? And it's the same thing. So everyone just needs to hustle and be You know, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Now lately, going back to even what you said, like I told you, I left like Nigeria to Canada when um during like around Ebola and stuff. So I couldn't come back to Nigeria. And that's when I moved to Canada. And even at that point, coming back to Nigeria, bro, like classmates, everybody you know is gonna be like, bro, nah. He's seen the other side, like, and he's coming back here, like, and then they're gonna be like, "Yo, man, like, how was the experience?" You get like, you get, but it's literally, it's literally nothing. And the same thing with now, we're, we we've come here and we're doing something that is like, in a way, like, impactful, and we actually expected to have impact. So now we've come here and we're doing that, and these kids now grow up and they want to do the exact same thing, but they never get here to do it. So they still feel, even if they're doing it there, that they need to get here to do it, and then. Like have this same. It's not really like a. You know what I'd say to that. Really what I'd say to that is I understand where they're coming from and they're not a wrong. Thousand, yeah, they're so not, I, they're not yeah. wrong partly. You they're know not. why they're not wrong? Yeah. Because, and I don't say this in any superiority way. So I yeah. used to live in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. There's order here. Yes, there is. So you know, if you sign a contract, more time it is, is going to be on a stable contract. Yeah, you know when the policeman stops yeah. you. Yeah. It's yeah. Even though he's maybe discrimination yeah. on certain cases, it's on some level. He's not trying to get money yeah. from you. Yeah, yeah. There's all the so they're yeah. looking at. Well, I can do this. I can do that. I can ha express my talents, but my countrymen will hold me back. Yeah, no, literally, and it's they true. won't pay me properly. They wouldn't. And, so, and all these other dramas. It's true. I studied brain drain and brain gain in in school. This is literally it. Like so now, me, you, him, we've let. Well, no, I'm not in Nigeria right now. But we are still even going back and doing stuff for Nigeria. This is something that is not even being done by our elders or, yeah. or really no one. No one is really going back with all the knowledge they gain from outside and, and coming back. But people are ready to leave and never come back. Yeah. You know what, though? I understand what you're saying there. I just interviewed a guy from Ghana. Mm -hmm. And he's on the investment team. So they're coming yeah. to England to mix with diaspora and talk to yeah. them. People are investing in Ghana, yeah. making it easier for them and things like that. But at the same time, I'll tell you a brief story. This woman who was born here, but got a lot of brothers and sisters in, in Nigeria. She's gone back to Nigeria. She's gone to the bank. Yeah, she's staying with her family. She's yeah. gone to the bank. When she comes out of the bank, she's got a backpack on. A guy, two guys on a moped, motorbike, pull up, and one of them pulls out a gun and says, give me the bag. So she gives her the bag. Yeah, then when next day she goes home, she didn't really say anything to her family. The next morning she wakes up, she sees that same bag on her brother's dressing table. That's crazy. Whoa. She just packed her stuff and, and went straight and to left. the airport and, and left. left. She said, I'm never going back there. That's now, I've crazy. got loads of stories like that coming from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And yeah, how man. people send money back and blah, blah. Now, you, I've heard people do yeah, that, man. whether in the Caribbean, they send money back to build a house, their sibling doesn't build and it. And then there's no yeah. house being yeah. built. No house, all those kind of things. You go Politics, back, there's nothing. Bro. But there's also a certain element of naivety. Mm -hmm. Because I said to the, the guy from Ghana, he had that same situation happen with the house. Mm. He bought two pieces of land. He used to be in the military, British mm. military. So he thought, I'll buy some land in Ghana, go back, get it, get and build, build a house. Yeah. And his uncle took one of the plots of the land, put it in his name, and the other Mine. one put it in the, 
the nephews. So it was when I say it's a nephew. So one was in his name, the guy yeah. from Ghana. The uncle kept the other plot. So he had built a big house on that plot, but the man's plot was just bare. Wow. So there was argument Wicked and all that thing. And then the man sold the house and went to live in Switzerland. Crazy. <laughs> and took the money. He didn't even say, and he apologised, but he still, you done what yeah. you done, so you're yeah. not really sorry. Now, my thing was, I said to the man, let me ask you something. When he bought the land, where was the documentation? Yeah. yeah he said, well, he thing. sent me well, one. I said, it, yeah, man. but it's two plots of land. Yeah, you have to so you need that. to have two plots. You have the grid, yeah, yeah eight-figure grid, showing your dimensions of your yeah. plot. Where's the documentation? Oh, well, he just sent me one. I said, well, it's your own fault. Because he's not even sending you the paperwork. Yeah, you're waiting years later it. to go there. So there's an element of naivety where you're just assuming. Just because we're blood doesn't mean you're going to behave yourself. Yeah. And you can't expect that from every and every Thank human. It's, it's, it's in every... You don't know what situation he's got yeah. himself in. He could be a crackhead for you, you know. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? You talk mm -hmm. to him on the phone, he manages to hold himself together for the conversation, and he's doing his own thing. That doesn't mean to say the uncle's not wrong, but you've also got to look at that self-accountability. Yeah. What am I doing that don't make sense? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying in mm -hmm. that respect? True, true. And stuff. But yeah, I hear you. And that, and that was also my thing is, when you lot go to Milan, you know you're going to a racist country. Yeah, so when you go to, to Paris, fair. you know yeah. you're in a racist country. So why are you kicking off? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Just, you know... No, because they got more entertained by it. And that was my yeah, point. Like, they were actually just laughing. Yeah. So, and I was like, oh, so my thing fun. is, just give them their paperwork and then go about your business. Yeah, man. It's so much easier because you're only there for a period of time and you don't know who's what's seen you on the street. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So to me, that's what I'm saying is you've got to think like that. Yeah, literally. Yeah. But I'm not here to try and school anyone. I'm just sharing my experience. No, no, Gr of course. Growing up in, you know, in England and dealing with different things like that. But it's good to what you're doing. No, we're trying, you know. And hopefully, guys watch this and like they'll be like, bro, that's da da da. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You dig. I hear you, I hear you. But you know what also I'll say, and what I noticed from you guys, is that because of the time you spent in Nigeria and I sit in Cameroon, and, it's, and I said this to you, the appearance, you give off more of a vibe of an Africa vibe than you do a Western. And I don't say it in a belittling way, what I'm saying is you're ambitious, mm. you've got a drive, you don't see any limitations. Yeah. Do you understand? Which is different from people who've been brought up here. Do you see what I'm saying? No, yeah. And you can tell there's a difference because the young who are brought up here, they may go into corporate, but they see it as a struggle or they may yeah. do crime. Yeah. Do you understand? It's all about the Lit. mentality. Thank like, you, Lily. Whoa. Like, it's some crabs in the bucket type stuff yeah. as well. It's like, even when you're trying to do stuff here, people are going to like hate on it. They're going to, they will. Like, oh, like, who does he think he is or what's he doing? Like, but that's just the like, London mentality. Bro, like, I'm telling you, this stuff is like, okay, so what? Well, we came here, we've been here six years max. Like, this place we're heading to right now is actually our. Run, our friends run cafe from Nigeria. Like shout out to Sloan. Shout out to Sloan, bro. Like, cause our friends run cafe. Like, any of the kids who lived here, who have grown up and seen these streets for time, could have had the ambition of one day I want to open a cafe here. But no, nah, that's not the case. But it's more of like an in you type drive thing. But we, we all know each other. We know this stuff now. What we are trying to do as individuals, me, him, him, is haul in this new era of like I couldn't even really explain it. But we're trying to haul in this new era of this not not even a go get it thing, but but we, it kind of is a go get it. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is a go get it type yeah, that's thing. All of us. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah, so the very crazy, like anybody could have opened a cafe here. Mm -hmm. Anybody could have done that. But nobody, you don't even think of these things. And it's not like they don't have the capacity or, or, or none of that. But like the drive is just different coming from where we're coming from. When the foreign land, we're like, bro, we have, we're not going to waste this. I've always seen myself as a, as a satellite. I said, as soon as I left Nigeria, I've seen myself as a satellite, not for me for literally every other person who who didn't like who wouldn't think that they can do what they're already doing like they literally already exist in their real life story so my full name is trill tiger and the trill in that it means to real and living life and it stands for authenticity and wherever you are you're just as trill as you can be you're too real and living life i've lived in four different countries any of those places could have changed i could my accent could have changed when i lived in canada or well i, I could have had an irish accent or i could have had a UK accent really. I've lived in four different places, but the, the matter of the fact is, I've always known my grounds and wherever I take myself, however many places I travel to, so I'm not going to lose myself. And I know this one path and this one, you get what I mean? I have this one. Wherever this path is that anyone else may, may be facing, like to stay so true to it that that becomes your reality. That's really my goal. That's, I'm sure it's your goal as well. Like, we're trying to really bring in. This thing, we've, we, as far as we're concerned, we're living in what we wanted to do. It's more of like, yo, like, so many kids, so many kids literally will come to us and be like, bro, I watch, I watch your stuff. I'm trying to make my own videos. Bro, if you get up and make your own videos from today, that is your life. And I have to jump into your world and be like, yeah, your world is cool. Like, I, I made you jump into my world. And I'm, I'm, now I'm in your world type, type thing. Like, Have you thought about... So, making a video of behind the scenes of how you make your videos. Yeah, we, the, on, so this is, shout out to Slime Time, let us show him t-shirt. <laughs> so, so this so, is, bro, <laughs> this is where we've created, we, we, so, yeah, I've yeah, been you documenting it, yeah. I've been documenting like our whole, like all of us are come up and like us grinding, our living, like lifestyle, everything for the last like three years and I'm going to continue to do Yo. it. So it's become like a thing that like, me? people have watched. It's on YouTube as well if you want to watch it. The third Look, one's one coming minute. soon. We're going to do like a screening for it as well and an after party. Else but yeah, so Slime Time. Yeah, I know. Me, it's Tager, it's all the guys in Brother Brother and that includes Sloan. So Sloan, for example, is my boy. My friend, come on now. Come on. Sloan, Sloan is uh, like, we're all together in this thing and like, for example, Sloan, is an artist who came from Nige, moved to England, da 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 da, and now he like he he designed the last Brit Awards. How is it? Yeah, he yeah. literally designed the exactly. last Brit Awards. Do you know what I mean? Very, like, very, very. And that whole bigger, that whole like behind the scene and how we're living and that's why Petri is so crazy because yeah, Petri is where we time, all and yeah. We, I documented that whole time in in Petri. So that was a like, two bedroom mad, flat with like fifteen boys. <laughs> but anyway, gents, we are come to the end of the journey. Yes. Yeah, I really appreciate this interview. Same, same. I know he's waking up this one. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening, bro. I'm not sleeping. Okay, and I, I wish you, you well. And yeah, to bro. listeners out there, don't forget to like and subscribe and follow. Right. And Dig. also check out their link. They're in the bottom right. of the platform. In the bottom Sonny of the Boy Fitz, Trill Tega, Frank Sinner. Check us out. I brother, brother. Brother, brother. And you should come Bobos for a little nice coffee. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.